0: Hello, hello. We are at the end of the year that has been referred to as a dumpster fire, as a reckoning, the year we all needed, completely exhausting. Oh my God, when is this going to be over? I think I've heard everything about this year and more, and I'm feeling it. I watched this Garth Brooks documentary earlier in the year. It's on Netflix. If you're interested in watching it, the man, it's, it's, it, I'm not even a huge country fan, but the man is like the ultimate storyteller. And at one point in the documentary, he talks about how his mother says that everything in life. And at this point he would hold up his hands, two palms in front of him. And he flipped one of them around so that the palm of his hand was facing his face. And he would say, everything in life is a blessing. And then he would flip his hands and a curse. Everything in life is a blessing and a curse. And I feel like this statement has never rung truer than when reflecting on 2020. It really was a year that we couldn't have anticipated, and yet I think that many of us needed if we're being honest with ourselves. I have a favorite exercise that I do at the end of every year, and I've included a link to a free PDF of this exercise. It is an audit of 2020, and it is designed to help you reflect and to realize the greatest lessons that you've learned from this year, where you were able to step into your strength, and to really reflect on what you wanna focus on and moving into the year to come. It's not your traditional year-end goal-setting exercise because this one is really designed to help you reflect on your strengths and the things that you were able to bring to the table. People who have done this said, quote-unquote, I just realized 2020 wasn't the dumpster fire that I thought it was. Another person said, wow, I realize how much I needed this year. I'm so much stronger than I thought I was. And another person said, this year was everything I needed and more. Even though it was so challenging to get through it, I'm so grateful that it happened after doing this exercise. So click the link if you would like this 2020 self-audit. You can download that. It's a beautiful exercise for the end of the year as we start this next period. All right. So let's talk about wellness. Every year around this time, We receive an onslaught of messages about starting fresh and the new you and goals, goals, goals and setting the intentions, all the things. And now I live for this stuff. And I even feel like the messaging can be a little bit overbearing in moments. I know some people get really hyped up about this in the same way that when we set intentions at the beginning of my group program, the Raw Beauty Reset, some people are really excited by it. And then others notice it's almost like this internal wall of resistance comes up around this year. And the idea of having to change or having to become something else, specifically because it's a certain date, and there is a lot of inner pushback against this. So I'm curious to know, are you somebody who feels fired up by the start of a fresh year or do you feel resistant to the notion of having to change? Just do a little self-check right now, tune in with yourself. Putting our feelings aside for a moment, putting our relationship to the new year on the back burner for a moment. I want you to imagine for a second that we were to strip away everything that you consider to be a part of you. Your name, your job, your ethnicity, your family, the labels that have been created about you over the years. I want you to imagine your body even melting away in whatever form it's in right now. Imagine your hair color was to disappear. Imagine your history was to be erased. And that dreamed future, whatever you consider to be coming down the pathway, your hopes, your dreams, all of it just melts away and vanishes. What would be left? What would be remaining there? There would still be a you, your essence. Once you've removed everything material, everything thought-based, every belief you have about yourself, the ego, the stories. There's this being and that is the true you. This part of you can never be changed or taken away. I believe that even when our physical body dies, that this still exists in nature in some capacity, the energy lives on. It's the essence of you. It is whole and perfection and love and this idea of raw beauty. Everything that is layered on top of that, the stories and the beliefs and the thoughts and the perceptions, the material items, the ego, the habits or patterns that you live in, all of those things have the capacity to evolve or change or They can remain the same. Your body falls into that category, your physical body. Yes, there are parts of yourself that you can't change and there are parts of yourself that you can change. In this conversation that we have about you not needing to change or needing to change, the essence of you beneath all of the ego and stuff and material items will never need to change. It is perfect as it is. And everything that is layered on top Is absolutely perfect unless you feel it is no longer serving you if you're not happy and you've got to be brutally honest with yourself here if you're not happy with how you are functioning beyond that essence of perfection that we all are underneath the layers if you're not happy with the habit loops that you are in if you're not happy with the mindset or the perception of the world that you're carrying around, if you know that you have desires, but you're not actually able to bring them into fruition, then it is possible to change those things. Now, this is where it gets tricky because sometimes our ego can tell us that we need to change. You know, our body needs to be smaller or we need to be kinder or we're not smart enough. And that's all ego, that is all mindset. And again, these stories that we've created within us. So there is an element to any changes that we want to make to ourselves, where we have to ask ourselves, why is it that I wanna change this? For whom am I doing this for? Why do I feel driven to change this thing about me? If the higher intention is so that you feel better in your body, so that you're able to live your life in alignment with the things that you most want and desire, then by all means, let's figure out together how to create those changes for you. I believe you can create whatever you want in this life when you get out of your own way. And if you feel that those places are coming from a, a fear-based place, from ego, from, from a space of lack, then we can examine that too. And we can figure out... You know, what is propelling you to move forward from this space? Now, another layer to this whole conversation is that often people are like, I know what I want to change. I want to wake up earlier. I want to try meditating. I need to drink more water. I should be eating more vegetables. All of that will make me feel more vibrant and in alignment with myself. And even though I know that I want to do it, I'm not doing it. So really quickly, let's just talk about three of the most common reasons I see that people self-sabotage, people who are totally capable in so many areas of their life, but when it comes to their own health and wellness, they struggle. Fast forward to the end of 2024. Think of your goals for a second. What can you do right now to give yourself the best chance of succeeding? If you want to learn a new language, you absolutely should get Babbel. anytime soon, start using Babbel a few weeks before you go to learn basics like how to order food, ask for directions, speak to merchants without having to consult language apps while you're away. So fun. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash rawbeautytalks. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash rawbeautytalks. That's spelled B-A-B-B-E-L. over. If I had to pick one practice that has been the most supportive of my physical and mental wellness, it would hands down be meditation. Taking even five minutes to connect to my breath and check in with my body really allows me to show up for my work and my relationships and as a mother in alignment with who I want to be. Most of us at this point understand the benefits of meditation, but struggle with making it a consistent part of our everyday life. One thing I found really helpful is creating a little space in my home that feels welcoming, comfortable, and nurturing. I use a beautiful cushion set from Mala Collective with a candle and some of my favorite mala beads to help me really ground into my practice. The cushions are the perfect height to support your hips and knees while you're sitting in silence, and they are equally as stunning in their design, making them a beautiful addition to any living space or bedroom. I love that having my cushion out on display also serves as a visual cue or reminder to connect back to myself. Mala Collective is offering Raw Beauty listeners 10% off everything on their site with the code RAWBeauty10 at malacollective.com. That's 10% off their gorgeous cushion sets, crystal collections, and authentic gemstone mala beads using the code RAWBeauty10. This is for a limited time only. So head on over to malacollective.com if more mindfulness is on the menu for the coming year. I highly, highly recommend their beautiful products. So the first one that is a standout that I see all the time is this fear of failure. And as a result, we don't actually take any action moving forward, or we have a perception of how we should be showing up, what we should be doing. And because we are uncertain about whether or not we'll actually be able to show up in that way, we do nothing at all. So oftentimes the individuals who feel stuck or like they can't move forward, it's not that they're incompetent, it's that they're too competent. They wanna do it perfectly. When they think about working out, they feel like they have to go for an hour and they need to sweat and their heart rate needs to get up to a certain point and they can't stop while they're going for the run to walk for a minute, that would be a failure. And so they do nothing at all. This idea of perfection doesn't exist And it freezes us from taking any action forward. It kills the momentum. So we've got to ditch the idea of doing any of this perfectly. It is going to be messy. And if we've learned anything in 2020, it's that we can handle the mess. We can handle the mess. So throw the idea of health and wellness being perfect or any form of perfection out the window. The second thing that trips people up is that they put everything else in front of themselves. Listen, your to-do list will always be really long. You will always find things to fill up your calendar with. There will always be people who need you and emails in your inbox and text messages to respond to. There will always be someone, whether it's a boss or your kid or your partner or your mom or that neighbor down the road. (laughs) And until you start choosing to put yourself first, there will be a million and one reasons why you can't do it. I love the quote that I've seen that says, JLo has the same number of hours in her day as you do. And it's the truth. We all have the same number of hours in our day as J Lo. But JLo's very conscious of how she's using that time. She's very specific about what she's putting her energy towards. And I can guarantee you that she is carving out time for herself in there and for her health and wellness. You don't get an ass like that without doing that, right? And it's not like she doesn't have emails and tours and all of these things. And you can say, well, she has trainers and she has, you know, this person and that person who can help her, but. As a result, she also has much greater responsibility and bigger teams working for her, and therefore um, there's even greater risk at the end of the day if she doesn't show up for herself. We've gotta remember that there's always going to be things calling to us, people who need us, and until we start carving out the time for ourselves, there will always be other things that are spilling into our bubble. The third thing is that people don't like to be uncomfortable. There's a reason the word is uncomfortable. It's not cozy. It's not (laughs) relaxing. It's forcing us to get creative. It's forcing us to feel. And a lot of people aren't comfortable feeling. If we're not comfortable in the discomfort, if we're not able to relax at all in that space, it's going to be very hard for us to shift and change because by definition, change requires us to break a little, to get uncomfortable to shift, to evolve, to grow. So one of the things that we have to be aware of is that the discomfort doesn't have to be comfortable and that that's okay, that that is part of what comes along with creating change in your life. Now, the fourth piece, is a bit of a bonus one, is that people try and do it all at once. I can guarantee that there are some people, if you're listening to this before the end of 2020, who are are coasting right now at the end of the year, they are eating all the things, drinking all the booze. They are Netflix and chilling to the max. And they've got this mindset of, okay, let's get this out of my system. And I'm starting fresh on Jan 1. And on Jan 1, I'm going to do the cleanse, I'm going to go on the diet, I'm going to only eat vegan, I'm going to work out every day, I'm meditating, I'm drinking water, all the things, right? Put your hand up if I'm speaking to you right now. I've been there, done that. One of the things that really trips people up is that they have an all-or-nothing approach to wellness, I would like you to wrap this up with a big bow and toss it out the window. This never works. Think about it in the past. Has this ever worked for you, this all or nothing approach? It just, it it is not sustainable. So instead, I want to talk about what I have found as a health coach working with hundreds of women now to be the most sustainable, effective way of creating change. It's all about the compounding effect. The compounding effect. So Darren Hardy is a business coach. He's, again, amazing storyteller, and he's got some really cool ideas. The compounding effect, he says, is the principle of reaping huge rewards from a series of small, smart choices. So it's the principle of reaping huge rewards from a series of small, smart choices. We've all heard of compounding interest in regards to saving money and investing, But I think we can also apply this idea to our health and wellness. We can take small little actions that compound over time to reap great rewards. So let's look at an example. If we were to talk about incorporating more water into our routine, the first day that we started the day by drinking an extra glass of water, we wouldn't really notice much of a difference, would we? Your body wouldn't feel super hydrated. Your skin probably would look absolutely the exact same as the day before. Nothing would really change. A week down the road, probably similar. Seven extra glasses of water, mm, not going to make a huge impact. But at the end of the year, if you've had that extra glass of water every morning when you get up, the effects of having 365 glasses of water is going to have a really big reward. And when we think about how that might impact us over the course of 10 years, that's almost 4,000 additional glasses of water. So just doing something once, it might seem like a small and insignificant detail, but compounded over time, it can create a really massive change. If you were to read five pages of an inspirational book before you went to bed. Over the course of 10 years, that's over 10,000 pages. If you were to do 20 squats while you were brushing your teeth every night, by the end of the year, you would have done 7,300 squats. By the end of 10 years, you would have done 73,000 squads. This is massive. And yet it feels so small and attainable in the moment. So I want you to think instead of changing who you are, or the essence of you, or doing a big overhaul this new year, I would really encourage you to pick one thing that you would like to focus on shifting. One thing that you are going to master over the next 30 days. Keeping in mind this idea of compounding interest, that even though it feels really small, it can actually have a massive impact on your life moving forward. So I would love it if you could screenshot this episode right now as you're listening. Of course, if you're driving, take a moment, but screenshot the episode, share it, tag at Raw Beauty Talks, and tell me what is the one thing that you are going to focus on? Is it a five-minute meditation? Are you going to do three gratitudes every day? Are you going to move your body for 10 minutes, even if it's walking or just rolling around on the floor stretching? My hope for you is that as we head into this next year, and if you're listening to this and we're halfway through 2021, or at the end of 2021, whatever period it is that you're going into next, I want you to remember that the essence of who you are is deserving and worthy and so loved, exactly as it is. Everything else is layered upon that, and those things can be changed. You have the capacity to become whoever you want to be, but you've got to get out of your own way. I also want you to remember those four common reasons that people sabotage their own health and wellness. Number one, perfectionism or the fear of failure. Number two, putting everything and everyone else first. Number three, not wanting to feel uncomfortable. And number four, the bonus one, which is this all or nothing approach to health and wellness. I'd really encourage you to remember the idea of compounding interest. And when you're moving into this next year or this next chapter, to really consider choosing small, manageable pieces or components of your health and wellness to focus on. Master each one, practice it until it becomes a new habit. And remember that those small shifts or changes can create incredible shifts in your life over time. All right, do not forget to download my free PDF. It is the self audit that I spoke about at the beginning of this episode. Once you've completed it, you can also take a screenshot and share it. You know, I love sharing your work more than anything. I love seeing it. I want this to feel like a coaching experience with me. So fill that form out and feel free to take a picture of it, share it on social, let us know what you learned from it or any aha moments you had. Last but not least, don't forget that it is completely 100% free to subscribe to this podcast. And then you will receive the episodes into your phone or your device so that you always have these positive messages. That's it for 2020. I just want to say how incredibly grateful I am to all of our listeners, all of our guests who have joined us this year. I feel like I have to pinch myself every day that this is my job and that I get to come to work, to share these incredible stories, to connect with all of you. Sending you so much love. I'll see you here in the same place next week. Do you ever feel like you're struggling through motherhood? You're not alone. I'm Erica Jossa, host of the MomWell podcast, therapist and mom of three. Join me each Wednesday as I sit down with guests, including psychologists, pediatricians, psychiatrists, fertility specialists, lactation consultants, and more to unravel the myths of motherhood. With expert advice, practical tips, self-love, and some coping skills to help you along the way, you can become the mother you want to be. Listen to the MomWell podcast at momwell.com listen or on your favorite podcast platform.